Cat Lab presents Love Bites by Kanan Orion Bachdel. Luis enters the apartment through the front door, a cooler in one hand, phone held to his ear with the other. He crosses to the kitchen and sits the cooler down on the counter. Thanks for looking after my patients, Keith. You're a bonafide guardian angel. It's important, but I wouldn't call it an emergency per se. I'd rather not get into it. Okay. Okay. Sebastian's coming over. It's been like two years. It's fine. One year, seven months, and four days? What, are you keeping track of this on the calendar? Well, he called a couple weeks ago to catch up, but he sounded anxious. After some small talk and some prying, he said he needed my help. Luis opens the cooler, removes a blood bag, and examines it. It's complicated. What kind of question is that? I'm not sure. Good enough place to start, though. I promise. I'll call you if things get dicey, but I gotta go. This place is a disaster. Thanks again. Louise starts cleaning frantically. Uh, coming. Cleaning intensifies. Objects are thrown. Louise opens the door. Hey, Sebastian. You look, uh... Appropriately dreadful? I was gonna say mysterious. An old lady on art called me a pervert. That's the risk you run wearing a trench coat on public transportation. The college kids ate it up, though. Said they liked my aesthetic. Invitation? What? I need to be invited in... Right, 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 right. <clears throat> Dearest Sebastian, if you would be so charitable as to cross the threshold of my humble abode... Fortune might smile upon the bosom of... <laughs> what are you doing? What? Don't I need to make it old-timey? <laughs> no. Oh, my bad. Come in. Sebastian enters, treating like a ritual, eyes closed, posture straight, a deep and cleansing breath, eyes open. <sighs> I'm starting to get good at that. Seb walks around, examining the apartment. Framed posters instead of thumbtacks? Coasters? A food processor? Luis Ortega, have you ascended into adulthood? Oh, but Seb, there's so much more. Really? Do go on. I eat whole grain cereal. Wow. I use dryer sheets. How dignified. I even own stemware. Ah, oh, you're making me swoon. Quick, catch me in your fiber-fed, static-free arms. They laugh and touch, then realize it's a little too familiar. They compose themselves. So, do you have the stuff? 
Oh, right. Yeah. The booty is right over here. Check it out. Booty? I mean, I know it's a little red cooler, not a treasure chest, but you are glowering at me in a leather coat like a steampunk pirate captain. Ha! <laughs> Guess that's an upgrade from pervert. Ta-da! Wow, would you look at these? We ship expiring bags to Tulsa for incineration. It's far from fresh and frozen, like a bloodsicle. But it's the best I could do without getting caught or screwing our patients over. It's better than how I was feeding before. Should I ask? I'd prefer if you didn't. Right. I haven't hurt anyone, if that's what you're wondering. What? No. Anyways, this is for you. Sir produces a envelope. What's that? Compensation. <laughs> Thanks, but no. What I'm doing is already super illegal. I don't want them to add bribery to the criminal charges. Fair enough. Thank you for doing this, Louise. No problem. What are old friends for? I should be going. <laughs> Overstay? Come on, you, you're not some guy buying my couch off of Craigslist. Have a seat. Catch up. Are you sure? You aren't... Immobilized by fear? Doubt coursing through my veins like red-hot lead? On call? Oh. God. I'm sorry. I'm joking. I was going to say frightened. I see you're just as guileless as ever. Guileless? I just pulled off Cooler Impossible. Cooler's 11. For two and a half weeks, I've adopted the role of the snack guy at Presbyterian. Armed with this cooler, I picked my targets. Bertrice the Blood Tech, Czech Mix and Green Tea. Head Nurse Jalbert, Chicharrones and Sprite. Susan, Water, Cliff Bar, Franklin, Snapple, Apple, even Keith, my sweet Keith. I duped with vitamin water and Twizzlers so I could secure an inconspicuous route in and out of the hospital with your booty. You are, without a doubt, the cutest criminal mastermind on this side of the Sandias. I take it back. I yield. Good. Now, take off that coat. Sit down and tell me what you're drinking. <laughs> Chamomile. Really? What happened to Earl Grey's The Only Way? A sudden lack of caffeine dependency. Seb takes off his coat to reveal a wrinkled old shirt. <laughs> My god. You still wear that? What? Supporting your friend's punk band is suddenly unfashionable? No disrespect to Mary and her Seuss, but that shirt was already a dish rag when I met you. One man's dish rag is another man's vintage. <laughs> sure. How's Mary doing anyway? Traded in her acid wash for slacks, went corporate. But she's still a punk at heart. Keith? He's in a fellowship now. We uh, both are, actually. Oh, congrats. Nice humble brag. Shut up. Say, is it uh, cool if I just nuke this water? Seb Lear's crossed arms. Kidding. I have a kettle too. Who's guyless now?
flying star. The table and chairs have been moved downstage. Sebastian sits in the left seat, cell phone to his ear. I'm tired of these dreadful blind dates, Mary. I'm thoroughly convinced you think my type is has a penis. Is that what you look for in a man? Because I've had nothing in common with any of them except for, oh, wait a minute, we're all gay. Did you stand outside and take a pull for this cavalcade of nightmares? I don't care if you met them after your shows, that's not, you're not getting. Gabriel was on a date with his phone, not me. All Eric wanted to do was get turned, and Zai was too busy rambling on about keto to have an actual conversation. My only regret is that I let you talk me into another throwdown with the Jersey Shore reject before I realized I have more self-respect than this. Gift horse? Gift horse? Bitch, I am not a charity case. I I'm done. Call whatever machismo soak hasman you have crossfitting my way, cancel, then sit on your guitar till you're ready to apologize. Seb ends the call and tosses his phone on the table. Louise enters. Hi. It's pretty crowded. Mind if I sit here? Go for it. I I'm sorry. I interrupted something. I'll just stand over. No, no. I'm sorry. I'm not interrupting. You just caught me leaving. Oh. Hey, wait. You didn't finish your tea. Earl Grey. I've had it. Uh, thanks. But I'm a bit of a germaphobe. I'm not really interested in finishing a stranger's drink. Fair. I'm sure they'll take it eventually. Seb rises. Or, or you could stay. I won't be so worried about contamination if we had a conversation first. <laughs> You're quick. I like that. I hope so. I, I mean, the quick part helps the career. Seb sits. What line of work? Surgical intern. Finished med school last week. Oh, congrats then. Thanks. What's it like, saving lives? Oh, I don't know yet. Not even sure what the OR looks like. All I'm responsible for now is scut work, but I'll get there. Well, in a few years, I'll look you up and maybe you can replace my callous heart with a pig's or something. Your name is... Luis. Luis Ortega. It was a pleasure, Mr. Ortega. But I've got to make myself sparse. Why? I let my insufferable friend talk me into another blind date. This one's bound to end in either boredom or murder, so I'm retreating. I see. Is that what they're all like? Blind dates? From my experience. Right then. I guess I dodged a bullet. Hmm? See, my coworkers set me up on one at Satellite, but I came to Flying Star on accident. I got nervous and just decided to stay here. Sounds like I had the right idea. Hey, don't model your behavior after me. Bad idea. I'm sure it works for other people. Plus, and I hope you don't mind my saying this, but you're absolutely adorable. You really think so? Are you kidding? First of all, you're a medical professional. Intern. Secondly, medical professional, sweet, and quick-witted too. Plus, whoever is lucky enough to be waiting for you at the correct coffee shop is going to get a kick out of the whole nervous bunny rabbit thing you've got going on. Wow. I, uh, I really appreciate that. Appreciate that. Sebastian Edgar. But I let endearing forest critters call me Seb. Oh. Okay, then. Seb. Why are you so nervous, if you don't mind my asking? I don't, but don't you have to... Fuck it. 
It's not like they're expecting you to be here with someone. Cool. See, it's just when we started orientation, the chief surgeon gave the speech about how it was important now more than ever that we make time to live our lives outside the hospital. How it's really easy to burn out if you don't take care of yourself. I cried. I realized that I've been burning for a long time, ignoring my truth. And your truth is? I'm bisexual. Oh. That's what I said. Have you told anyone? Just Keith. <laughs> and uh, you. And dozens of strangers on the internet. That's why I'm so nervous. Because of strangers on the internet? Yeah. I've either been a waste of their time or too much baggage to handle. If I get the same thing in person, I'll just... I don't know what I'll do. Quit, I guess? Don't take their garbage to heart. People treat online dating like a Sears catalog. If you aren't the living embodiment of every fantasy they've had since grade school, you aren't worth their time. I think it's better to meet people organically. <laughs> organically? 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 I'm just a mess, Seb. I meet someone I like, and if I don't open with, hey, I have zero calculable experience with my sexuality, then I just feel like a liar. Like I'm screwing them over without meaning to. Like I'm selfish. Hear this now. You're under no moral obligation to recount your dating history on day one, or two, or three. You are your own merit. Bedsheets be damned. Let them in on your little secret when you trust them, not because you have to. Dating is messy. Love is messy. And anyone who isn't prepared for that isn't the right fit for you anyway. One day, you might just meet the love of your life. You really think so? I do. But... That won't happen if you're too afraid to take a chance. Right. Thanks again. The pleasure's mine. I'm gonna call him and tell him that I'm running late. God, I hope he didn't leave already. Luis fishes out a piece of paper and dials a number. You know, I... I even came a day early. I thought that three was a two, and for an hour I thought I got blown. Seb's phone rings. Huh? Oh! Uh, God, I, uh... <laughs> I thought you said you went to the wrong shop. I did. We were supposed to meet at... Luis consults the back of the paper. Oh, uh, no. Wait a minute. Keith? Oh, God, that's right. Mary's drummer. Oh, kill me. You took a chance. You opened up. But I opened up so much. Uh, this is horrible. I, I gotta go. Forgive me while I hide at a dumpster. I guess Keith will have to do your transplant. No way. This is the highlight of my week. Sit your bunny ass back down. Really? Still? Really? Still. Oh, okay. So, tell me about yourself. Seb sits on the love seat facing Luis. Luis is standing back to the mirror. So, tell me about yourself. Uh, there isn't much to tell. Really? Yes, and no. Yes and no? Aren't you a journalist? Elaborate, Seb! That's the problem, Luis. There isn't much to elaborate on. It's actually pretty boring. Boring? 
You sit here before me, a card-carrying member of the occult, and you're saying it hasn't affected your life in any meaningful way? Hey, I'm just as disappointed as you are. God, that sucks. Ooh. Sorry, accident. Won't happen again. What about, you know, the rumors? Rumors? What are we, in high school? Come on, Seb, you gotta give me something. Okay, okay. You know those legends, myths, and young adult movies? Well, make a list of every trope you've seen, every slight modulation throughout history, cut them out, and put them in a hat. Then, invite 13 strangers into your home, and play telephone until the sun comes up. Take those results, and piece by piece, flip a coin to determine whether you light it on fire or not. Whatever you have left is vaguely true. I don't follow? Allow me to demonstrate with the lightning round. Ask me everything you're thinking, no holds barred. Sunlight. Is it lethal? I assume that if I'm out long enough, yes, but no instant puffs of screaming smoke. More like a supernatural case of photodermatitis. I'm so sorry. Don't be. You get to sleep in. Next. Garlic. Makes my tongue itchy. Crosses. Only as bothered by them as I've always been. Stick to the heart. Yeah, I'm pretty sure that works on everyone. Do you have any less uh, murder-intensive questions? Um... <laughs> you worry me sometimes. Oh, the invitation thing. What happens if you don't get one? Uh, worst hangover of my un-life. At least it's made me more polite. Go figure. Do you sleep in a coffin? Now you're just being ridiculous. Well, how am I supposed to know? No, I don't sleep in a coffin. In point of fact, I don't have to sleep anymore. I just do it for fun. No way. That would be perfect for working at the hospital. Do you have enhanced physical abilities? I hate to brag, but I can make it upstairs with all my groceries in one trip. That's not impressive. With one hand. Oh. Yeah, I know, right? More tea? That'd be lovely. Louise crosses the kitchen, leaving Seb to stare at the mirror. Sounds like... Well, sounds like a pretty sweet deal, honestly. Seb rises, crosses to the mirror. More like an evolution than a curse. Everything you'd expect is just an inconvenience. And when you can return, I mean, I'd make that trade. Honestly, I'd love to become a van... No. You wouldn't. But what about everything you said? It's not enough. I don't understand. Look at your mirror. What do you... Oh. Would you believe I've forgotten what I look like? Who I am? Wherever I go, there's a void. My heart doesn't beat anymore. I don't breathe. If I stop moving, just silence. Doesn't matter if nobody knows I'm a monster. It's all I can think about when I look at them. All I see is. What? What do you see? Pray. Seb. Oh, no. No, 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 no. What? Uh, the emptiness. What? When I touch it, it makes me. Seb darts to the bathroom. Lu- Luis on his heels. Seb slams the door. What's wrong? Hello? 
It makes you what? Why'd you just lock yourself in my bathroom? Because I'm hungry. I've got cold cuts in the... That kind of hungry. Right. Blood. Bag. How long should it frost? Eight, maybe ten minutes. I don't care if I have to eat it like a snow cone. I just need you to do it fast. Please. I'll be in the bathtub. What if I just give you some of my blood? No. Seb, it's faster this way. Luis, you don't know what you're talking about. Yes, I I do. It'll be clean and quick. Let me grab a knife and... The door swings open, reeling Sev fanged, clawed, and horned. Thaw the damn bag! Sev and Louise sit next to each other downstage, facing the audience. They're playing video games. You know, when you invited me to come over, have dinner, drink, and then smash... I thought it was a euphemism. Are you disappointed? Hey, that's my line, since I'm kicking your ass. You talk a lot of smack for someone who mains Link. Why don't you stop spamming those bombs and catch these hands? Ah, do ranged weapons make Luis upset? Yes, if upset means determined to yeet you into oblivion with my falcon di- Ah, ah damn it! That's right, I can edgeguard too. How are you so good at this? An advanced review copy of Smash Ultimate. And a lot of free time. What? Games journalism too? Freelance, bunny. I get to play the field. That's great because I'm about to knock you out of this one. <sighs> well played. That's right, Seb. Bow before the might of my falcon frickin' pounch. Was that smack talk or foreplay? Um, I uh, get a bit competitive sometimes. Note to self, he's also a fierce bunny. I'm sorry. Nothing to apologize for. I like determination. <laughs> you should see me at the rounds then. I'm sort of like the falcon punch of surgical interns answering questions. More wine? Please. I have to say, I've never had Merlot in a Chuck E. Cheese cup before. I tried to buy some glasses, but I asked Scott, and he said no. Scott? Ah, whoops. That's why I named my student loan debt after this other intern, Scott. Scott's the sort of guy who... God, how do I put this? Means Link in Smash Brothers? Exactly! <laughs> another round or uh, another game? Let's see how hard I can body you at Mario Kart. The room goes dark. I know you're competitive, Luis, but shutting off the powers so you can't lose is a bit of an overreaction. Damn it, not again. Again? Five dates, two months, and they've all been ruined. Power outage, picnic rain, closed park trail sold out shows. Arriving at the right wrong coffee shop, divulging all your deepest secrets to your surprise date? Thanks. Thank you for that. Anytime. It feels like the universe is trying to tell us something. May I hazard a guess? This should be good. Although life is chaos... We still have each other. Ooh. That was good. I kiss in the dark. That was too. You know, you were right. I usually am. Wait, about what? Smash was a euphemism too. Oh. I'm on board, but are you sure? Another kiss. Yes.
Now let me elaborate. Blackout. And see. Sebastian eagerly waits for Luis's arrival. Dinner and candles. Luis enters through the front door. Surprise! Oh! What's all this for? To celebrate? Ah! Yes! Celebrate. Once upon a time, a sexually curious doctor walked into the right wrong coffee shop and oh, bumped June into- Oh! June 3rd, our anniversary! You forgot, didn't you? I did. Am I a monster? No, Bunny. I'm so sorry. I- It's okay. I know. I know I've how been it so Busy. I understand. But I mean, like I, I said- I didn't even get you a- Seb interrupts him with a kiss. You're okay. You've got a lot on your plate. That's why it's a surprise. Champagne? Sebastian, I'll be highly unprofessional. I'll open it for you, though. I can't tempt you with even just one sip? No, sir. I swore an oath. (laughs) There's sparkling cider in the fridge. How thoughtful. I love it when you get all lawful good paladin on me. I love you. If that's you being delicate, I'm having serious second thoughts about that heart transplant. Oh, God, I'm sorry. I'll grab a towel. Keith's in. You're out. But I said I'm sorry. No, no, no. It can't be Keith. I'm thinking about... Scott. How dare you speak his name in my apartment? I heard he smells like a monsoon composed of vanilla extract. He smells like sun-dried eggs and clove cigarettes. You know that, because I told you. Repeatedly. Okay, okay. I yield to the homicidal bunny. I can't get the hang of this. There's still blood on my scrubs. You're soaked and bubbly. I forgot our anniversary. Seb interrupts with a kiss. Relax, White Rabbit. I'm late, I'm late! Oh, how cute. When it rains, it pours. I'm so sorry. I've got to go. I hate being on call. Someone's got to save lives. <laughs> if only they knew how much of a mess I was. That's our little secret. Louise heads to the front door. Turns back. I tell you what. Next year, you're going to get the surprise. Huh. Not much of a surprise, then. <laughs> oh, just you wait. Love you. Love you too. Louise exits. A few calendar pages drift down on parachutes from the ceiling. Seb hangs them around the, his neck. Louise enters. Hey. Hey. What's wrong, Bunny? I must have signed some charts. It was a horror show. What happened? Two patients, wrong surgeries. My resident barely caught it in time. I'm lucky. Could have been malpractice. I got eviscerated by the chief of medicine instead. I'm so sorry. I've got a bottle of Barefoot in the fridge. Bobby, curl up and watch TV. Sorry, not tonight. I really just want to go to bed. Oh, okay. Good night. Good. Luis enters the bedroom. Night. More pages and parachutes fall. 
Seb hangs them. Louise exits the bedroom. What are you wearing? Huh? Why are you in your scrubs? I swapped rotations with Jessica. You what? It's her daughter's birthday. Didn't I text you? No, you didn't. Sorry, scatterbrained. I thought it wouldn't be a big deal. Wouldn't be... Louise, think very hard. What? My parents, Louise. You were supposed to meet them tonight. Oh, shit. Yeah. I'm so, so sorry. It's fine. Look, I've got to go. Give them my love? Sure. I love you. Love you, too. We'll reschedule. Promise. Louise exits the apartment. Yeah, that's what she said last time. More pages. More accessories. Seb is slow to claim them. When he reaches the last one, some hope returns to his features. June. Hello? The mirror opens on a hinge, revealing Louise, drink in hand. Din of merriment. Heard in the background. Seb, honey, do you ever wake up and think this is the best day of my life? <laughs> Sometimes. See, I knew he'd get it. Keith, I told you he'd get it. Guess what? I didn't forget. Huh? Don't play coy with me. I invented coy. I am a coy. Hey, Keith. Bar. Cool it over there. I'm sorry. Were you talking about fish? No, uh, I was just saying... Right, I've called because... Uh, sit down. You're gonna want to sit down for this. Da -da -da -da! We're residents now! Louise, that's spectacular! Why didn't you tell me about it? Who cares? I'm telling you now. Anyway, Keith over here wanted to get a drink. And now I'm babysitting his drunk butt. Of course, now I've got a drunk butt, too. <laughs> drunk butt. Uh, Scott's the DD now, so no need to wait up on me. Wasn't planning on it. What? I said I'm heading back to my place. Oh, okay. Love you. Seb crosses and slams the mirror shut. He looks up, expecting more pages to fall. They don't come. Sebastian is still inside the bathroom. Door ajar. Louise sitting down against the adjacent wall. A trail of dripping blood leads from the kitchen sink to the bathroom. The room mirror is covered with a blanket. So, how are things? Messy. And the blood? Soupy, old, and gross. I warned you. It's still better than the alternative. Listen, sorry about what I said about wanting to become a... You're fine. Just don't say it. The V word, I mean. Sure. But why? It makes it real. At least more real than it already is. I don't get it. I mean, you were so casual about it before, like you scored an assortment of superpowers. I thought if I convinced you it was a good thing... I start believing it too. I'm sorry for freaking out. Are you kidding? It was an emergency. I've heard a horse on call. Trust me. Thank you, Luis. You're welcome. Are you ready to come out?
Sebastian exits the bathroom. How do I look? Normal, but you've got something on your face. What? <laughs> You're covered in blood. I, I should be screaming right now, but it's harder not to laugh. You look like like a toddler who's made a mess of his spaghetti. Uh, goddamn mirrors. <laughs> sit down. Sit sit down. A warm washcloth, and I'll have you write as rain. Louise. I hate this. I know. You'll be okay, though. You'll get the hang of it. You could still make a happy life for yourself. Is an outcast on the fringe of society? Hold still. You're a creative type. Isn't the fringe the best place to be? <laughs> Got me there. So, what's it feel like being hungry? I don't feel much of anything anymore. But the bloodlust? Pain. Like my guts are dissolving. Then why won't you let me give you my blood? I don't know what would have happened. Would I kill you? Would I turn you? I have two price to pay for my immediate comfort. You haven't fed on anyone? No. Not even a murderer in a dark alley that probably deserved it? <laughs> Your imagination continues to confound me. No. Then how have you been getting along before now? Fighting the, uh... Insatiable thirst for the blood of my peers? See what being on the fringe can do for you? Poetry. At first I thought I could bear through it, like quitting cold turkey. But after a month of starving myself, I almost tackled the little old lady behind the counter at Smith's. I realized I had to do something, so I started buying mice at Petland. You're kidding. Nope. The handful of mice weren't working, though. That's when I realized I had a gore-laden math equation on my hands. Imagine if I, at the peak of sanguine bliss, drained one human. That's about five liters of blood. Bam. I'm set for March. But do you know how much blood resides in just one rodent? If we're being generous, two milliliters. Oh. Oh, God. Yeah. So... I cut back to one liter a month, really stretching myself thin, and that's still 500 mice. Cut that in half, go to every pet store in town, and it's still very suspicious. I have to invent a new persona. I'm Chad Kowalski, bona fide snake breeder. Got my articulated python, my little Tommy always getting into trouble, my good mate Bobby the Barra, my second wife Angie the Anaconda, my eastern racer, my Burmese, Fedonia, Gerardia, Cantoria, on and on and on and on. Say, Chad, why New Mexico? Well, the climate, of course. Chad, what do you think of green chili? Only thing I've found is tougher than the Outback. Every single time I come in, the cashier yells, The Mice Man cometh! And then, and then, they start selling me snake shit. Warming lambs, cages, snake hides, water bowls. I can't say no, I'm living a lie! And before I know it, I'm an actual snake breeder without any fucking snakes. So, I caved and bought one. He's a garden snake named Clarence. My life is way more Neil Simon than Anne Rice. At least Clarence has some pretty sweet digs. 
that's about when I realized I couldn't do this alone. Enter the medical professional. How long have you been living like this? Next month is two years. Two years? Seb, come on, that's ridiculous. I mean, I'm a blood-dependent wet dream. You had to have thought about calling me. Every day. Then why didn't you? Think about it. I was turned in August. August? August? Yeah. Breakup August. The love seat is positioned as far downstage right as possible. Luis sits on it, facing the audience. Sebastian leans against the alley wall, kitchen counter, smoking a cigarette, facing the audience. There is as much space between them as possible. Listen, Sebastian, I love you. I know that isn't news, but I've felt as if for a while now our relationship was missing something. At times, it feels as if we're living separate lives, and I, I hate it. I know the hospital has played a very ugly part in that, but I appreciate how much you've supported me. Honestly, I don't know how it could have lasted this long without you. So, I did a lot of thinking. What's our next big step? Well, I know your lease is coming up. I figured, hey, why doesn't he move in with me? I mean, it's been two years. You spend so much of your time here anyway. Half your stuff is in my closet. We cannot get out in a day. So, what do you think? Oh. Okay. Stranger enters Alley from the fridge. Mind if I bum one of those? Sure. Sebastian produces a cigarette. Stranger accepts it, raises it to your lips, and leans into Seb, lighting his cigarette with Sebastian's. Sorry, needed a light. Don't apologize, just take some time to think about it. Moving in together is still a really big step, even if it's a logistically easy one. Maybe in six months, we could come back to it, reevaluate the pros and cons, and... How do you know when something is over? Depends on the something. Relationship. What What do you mean you don't know if you love me anymore? In my experience, you start asking that question. Huh. Maybe you're right. I usually am. You're wrong. Seb, I think we might have hit a snag, but... We can make it through this. My career has been a, an obstacle, but give me that just, just one more year and I'll have so much more freedom, control, time. I told him I was just so sick. Sick of sick what? Sick of what? Of waiting to be happy. Ouch. Right for the jugular. I was just being honest. I don't understand any of this. I thought, I thought this I thought still, it worked. still worked. 
but it all just started tumbling down from the moment he said, I love you. Somewhere between yesterday and tonight, it stopped meaning anything. So, I mean, what, you just woke up this morning and bam, suddenly you don't love, love me anymore? It's like that sometimes. Hell, it's like that most times. You ever heard of Marcel Proust? No, can't say I have. French novelist. He once said, it is our imagination that is responsible for love, not the other person. Sounds pretentious. <laughs> Grain of truth, though, don't you think? I guess. I guess this is over. Leave your key on the counter. Luis enters the bedroom. Want to come over for a drink? I don't know if that's a good idea. Stop. Really evaluate the offer. Not ready? That's cool. Not attracted? You're lost, but okay. Consider, though, that if you feel guilty for indulging in a one-night stand over the cooling corpse of your relationship, you shouldn't. It's over. Sounds like it was for a long time. Some fun might do you some good. Your choice, though. The stranger produces a pen and writes a dress on Sebastian's arm. If you don't like whiskey, pick something up on the way. Stranger exits to the audience. Seb, looking at his arm, looks after the stranger, then follows after him. Sebastian and Louise are sitting again, everyone clear of blood and fangs. Talking throughout the night, dawn creeps to the living room window. So, that's how it happened. Yeah. Yeesh. We've all got a couple of ways we regret, but that one takes the cake. You might even say... Don't you dare. It fights... Uh, too much? No. I just thought you might get upset. Why? It was over. Maybe it didn't have to be that way, but I didn't see it. Wouldn't begin to see it till you were gone. You were my rock. I took you for granted again and again. I just wish I didn't waste so much of your love. Hey, you're still a quirky, intelligent, and compassionate guy. I wouldn't have fallen in love with you otherwise. But then you fell out. And then I fell out. It was our anniversary, wasn't it? I don't know if we should go down Because we're this supposed more to... We never... God. Then yes, more or less. I mean, every time you hurt my feelings, I just let it slide. After all, you weren't trying to hurt me. I guess I thought that counted for something. So instead of having a comfortable conversation, I swallowed it. It kept swallowing until one day you said, I love you right after you broke my heart. And 
It blackened everything. I knew you loved me, but it only made me feel angrier. Why can't he show it to me then, when it matters, when there's stakes? I'm sorry. Don't apologize. That was the part of the hurt too, Luis. I'm sorry and I love you. Regret and love. Love and regret, like the skip in an old record. That's what it sounded like towards the end. I know you're sorry. It's taken me a long time, but you're forgiven too. Well, I won't take advantage of your kindness this time. I promise. This time? I mean, like as your certified blood dealer. Of course. Thank you. It means a lot. Although life is chaos, we still love each other. <laughs> Despite everything else, that still hasn't changed. Tab notices sunlight. Well, dawn's the worst part of sun exposure. If I don't leave now, it'll... Can you turn into a bat? What? I forgot to ask uh, one. Oh, uh, no. Wish I could, though. Any others? Do you think you could fall back in? What? Love? I don't know yet. Especially now. That's fair. Promise me something, though. Will you? (laughs) This should be good. You said our record was skipping. I didn't hear it. By the time I did, all that was left was smoldering vinyl. But you heard it. So promise me that when you fall in love again... If I... When you fall in love again, you'll help guide that needle home. Instead of suffering alone. That was good. Learned from the best. It's a promise then. See you next month? Yeah. Next month. Bye, Seb. Farewell, Bunny. Seb leaves. Luis falls back into a chair, reflecting. Melancholy. Wistfulness. Peace. Luis shoots out of his seat. Wait. Bunny? He rushes to the door, swinging it open, to reveal Seb with his hand raised to knock. I just remembered some more vampire trivia. Oh? The whole supernatural predator thing makes me hyper-competitive. You don't say. I'm worried about the public's health. What if I flip someone's shopping cart over when they cut me off in the self-checkout line? We can't have that, can we? Your prescription, doctor? Hmm. How about 150 cc's of Mario Kart? Say, once a week? Yes, yes. For the good of Albuquerque. We could start now. I mean, sure. But sun exposure being what it is, I'd have to stay well into the night. I don't care. Exquisite. Maybe we could... Smash, too? 
Smash? Wait, Smash or Smash? Smash. Yes. They beam at each other. So, do I have to invite you in again? Or. I don't care. Seb hits him with a Humphrey Bogart kiss. enjoyed this presentation from the Cap Lab. The Cap Lab is part of Central New Mexico Community College's theater and dance program. If you'd like to learn more about our program, check out cnn.edu backslash cat. We will be performing more brand new works throughout the season. We hope you'll join us.